I know everybody here. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, as Chris said, we've been looking at um, some of the values and characteristics of who we are as a church, both in the morning and then at five o'clock and at seven o'clock, because having done it in the morning, we thought actually it's something that all the congregations need to hear about and we need to um, be looking at it as a whole church. So we've looked at three kind of overall values of who we think St. Matt's is as a church. Um, and those three are welcoming, generosity, and serving. They're in that order because that's the order we did it in in the morning. And now it's all changed around in the evening. Um, so this is kind of who we think we are now as a church. This is us as St. Matt's, not just what we're aspiring to in the future. Um, and I hope that you can all kind of recognize those characteristics in, in us as a church as well. So Chris spoke a few weeks ago about welcoming. And then you had Carol last week talking about serving. And today I'm going to talk about generosity. But I think, as Carol said last week, they all kind of overlap, really, don't they? They all have the father heart of God in them, really. I'm sure that you've kind of heard me say the word generosity and thought, ah, money, she's going to talk about money. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. In fact, I want you to take the word money and kind of throw it away for now, because what I'm going to talk about is so much more than money. Generosity goes so much deeper than just money. But it's kind of the first word that comes into our head, isn't it? when we think of it. So I looked up what generosity means. The, the Oxford English Dictionary says it's the quality of being kind and generous. And then I did a bit of a Google like you do. What else is there? What else can I find? And another kind of top definition that came up on Google said this, generosity is a quality that's a lot like unselfishness. When you show generosity, you might give away things or money or put others before yourself. So it's a lot more than just giving to charity or giving your tithe to church or leaving a good tip in a restaurant. It's giving of yourself, whether that be time, love, money, work, hospitality, all those things and more. And it's about giving more than is expected. It's about giving abundantly. Now, being generous and kind to others is quite a popular thing these days. Some of you might have come across this Lent um, campaign called 40 Acts, which is run by a Christian charity called Stewardship. And they run it each year in Lent, and it's lots of people now are signing up to it around the world. And it's about doing an act of kindness each day in Lent. So rather than giving something up, you're giving out to others instead. And it's about giving in ways that are kind of unexpected or often anonymous. There's also been a campaign on Heart Radio recently. I don't know if any of you listen to Heart. In the car in the morning, we have a bit of Heart on. Um, and they started off this year by... Um, launching this campaign called A Thousand Feel Good Deeds. Um, they said they wanted to start the new decade with positivity, kindness, and feeling good. So they were encouraging people to do a good deed, post it on social media, and they wanted to get to a thousand good deeds by the end of January. I think they did. I didn't kind of catch up with whether they did or not, but I presume they did. They, so the kind of things that they were suggesting people do were like visiting a neighbor, buying your colleagues a coffee, taking the bins out. I have to do that every week anyway. Um, giving blood, treating a friend to dinner, that kind of thing. And one of the reasons they gave for doing was this was that scientists have shown that being generous and kind to other people makes us feel good as well. People are starting to realize that giving to others and looking outwards to the needs of others not only makes that person that you're giving to feel good, but it makes us feel good too, and it's good for our mental health. Do you like my little picture? It says, being kind makes you feel good too. So that's great, isn't it? Getting people to do kind things for each other has got to be a good thing, especially if 
the kind of pay it forward idea works where you do something good for somebody, then they think, oh, I could do something good for somebody else, and it goes on and on and on. But as Christians, we don't just want it to be about doing good deeds because it makes us feel happy or because we're following a Lent plan. We uh, want generosity to be at the heart of who we are. And generosity should flow out of everything that God has done for us. It should be kind of a natural way of life as a Christian and the very core of who we are. And I think at St. Matt's that is true. The reading we had, thank you, Chris, was from Matthew 10. And it's about Jesus and his disciples. It's the instructions that Jesus gave to his 12 disciples when he sent them out. So he'd chosen these 12 people to be with him through his ministry and he's called them to follow him and he's given them the authority that they need to do all the things that he was doing. And then he tells them at the end to go to the lost people of Israel and says to them, freely you have received, now freely give. I'm just going to read the last few verses of that passage in the message because it puts it really nicely. It says this, Go to the lost, confused people right here in the neighborhood. Tell them the kingdom is here. Bring health to the sick. Raise the dead. Touch the untouchables. Kick out the demons. You have been treated generously. So live generously. And that's the heart of it really, isn't it? We've been treated generously by God. And so we should be generous to other people. So I thought, what has God given to us? And I did what I did with the definition. I googled it, (laughs) as you do. And the list I came up with, or the list Google came up with, was absolutely mind-blowing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through some of them. Probably there's more. Chris has already been telling me more since I did it at five o'clock, so I probably won't have included everything, but I'm sure you can think of a few more. So I've got I'm going to go through the things that God has given us. And for each one, I've put a Bible verse with it because it's good to have a bit of context. But it might go too quick for you to take it all in. So at the end, if you want to take away a list of all the things that God's given us and the Bible verses, feel free to come and get one. They're just there. Okay, so here we go. Starting with the most obvious one, Jesus. He gave us his one and only son, Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And Jesus paid for our sins on the cross, meaning we're righteous before God. He sees us as clean and pure. God has reconciled us to him so that we're able to have a relationship with God through Jesus. And that means that we have access to the Father God whenever we want to. God has given us grace. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves. And he's given us his peace. God has also given us hope. There's, um, and a future, there's a great verse in Jeremiah which says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to give you a hope and a future. God has given us his love. Um, not just any love, unconditional love, never-ending love. He's given us the Holy Spirit. John 14 says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. And that means we have Christ living in us. The hope of glory. He's given us a family. God has adopted us into his family to be his children so that we can call him Abba Father. He's given us forgiveness. And not only that, because he's forgiven us, we have the ability to forgive other people. He's given us restoration. I love Psalm 23. It says, he leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. 
He's given us prayer. We, have, we can talk to God any time that we want to. He's given us that ability to talk to him. And we have Jesus at the right hand of God interceding for us and the Holy Spirit helping us to pray to God. He's given us fullness of life. John 10 verse 10 says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. He's given us freedom. He's given us joy. God has given us wisdom. It says in James, if any of you lacks wisdom to ask for it and God will give it to you. He gives us guidance. He gives us the Bible, the scripture that is God breathed. God gives us healing. I know that's a bit of a controversial one. It doesn't always feel like he does, but he gives us healing. And he also asks us to pray for other people to be healed. He gives us trials. We might not like this one. If we go through trials in our lives, God gives them to us sometimes so that we can produce, sorry, so that he can produce perseverance and character in us. He gives us good works to do. He says in Ephesians, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works. He gives us the fruit of the spirit. There's those lovely fruits in Galatians. He wants to grow those in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. He gives us the armor of God to put on. He gives us spiritual gifts. If you want to have a look at all the spiritual gifts, go to 1 Corinthians 12. He gives us power, that same power that raised Christ from the dead. He gives us victory. And finally, he gives us eternal life and inheritance in heaven with him. And that is not an exhaustive list. As Chris said to me earlier, he gives us his presence and he gives us our daily bread. And I'm sure there's many more that I've forgotten. <laughs> so yeah, the, uh, the things that God gives us are amazing and kind of more than we can ever really comprehend. So our generosity as a church and as individuals should come out of our gratitude and our humility in response to all that God has given to us. We're just like the disciples in today's reading, um, in that God has called us to follow him as well. He's given us the authority and the power to do the things that Jesus did. He says to us as well, freely you have received, now freely give. I'm just going to read Ephesians 5 verses 1 to 2, but I'm going to read it in the message. It says this, watch what God does and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give something of himself to us. Love like that. So generosity is about loving extravagantly. It's about seeing how God loved us and loving other people like that. And as we do that, we become more like God and we demonstrate God's character of generosity. So to love like God has loved us is to be generous with all those things God has given us. It's to be generous with our spiritual gifts. It's to pray with and for each other. It's to love each other, to share that peace and joy that God gives us to pray for the Holy Spirit in each other, to walk with each other, to forgive each other. So what about here at St. Matt's? How does that generosity show itself here in us as a church? I think St. Matt's is a generous church, and I hope that you do too. And uh, these are some of the ways that I think we are generous. Chris talked about welcome a few weeks ago, and I think that we're very generous in our welcome and, welcome and our acceptance of other people. We 
you know, invite everybody in and we love everybody. People are always ready to help each other out, aren't they? I know that, um, you know, whenever I've asked for anything or seen when people need something, there's always somebody to give it lifts or meals or visiting each other. We're also generous, I think, in terms of our giving to charity. We do a once a month food bank run to nourish. We give money to charities at different times of the year. Um, over Christmas, we collected for Tear Fund and we've collected, I think, from Quiz Night and Christmas and Harvest, we've collected £6,000 to send off to Tear Fund. So that's amazing. And that's down to the generosity of us as a church. St. Matt's is also a church which is generous in kind of giving away our spiritual gifts and, and the people that have got those spiritual gifts. And a lot of that comes from Chris and Carol and the way that they um, approach us and help us and develop us. When I first came to St. Matt's, they let me um, share my story at Revive and uh, took a bit of a risk maybe letting me do that. But they've been amazing in helping me over the last few years to grow in leadership and in preaching. And, and they're the same with lots of people. They see people's gifts and talents and they allow people to develop and to use those. Um, and they also give people away when they're ready to move on. We're also a church, I think, that longs to see spiritual gifts being used and we help each other we're generous in helping each other to develop those and to use them in our daily lives and we're a church that shares its resources with each other I don't know if you know but Revive wasn't just set up for St Matt's this is the women's ministry but it was set up so that anybody in the town could come and join in and lots of other churches have got their own women's ministries now but we still get people from other churches coming in Tom and Lois both go to other churches and help out with their church weekends, with their kids and youth work. So as I said at the beginning, generosity is definitely not just about money. It's about loving as we've been loved. It's about forgiving as we've been forgiving. And it's about giving of ourselves abundantly as God has given himself to us in Jesus. Just before I finish, I just wanted to share a couple of things that I think we need to bear in mind. The first one is that being generous doesn't mean not looking after ourselves. Sometimes we think, oh, I need to give to this person and this person and do this. But actually, we're just as important as everybody else. And so we need to look after ourselves and our families as well. I'm at a stage in my life where my parents need a bit more time from me and Zara needs time from me. That's my daughter, if anyone doesn't know. And so it's about learning, isn't it, to be generous of our time to the people around us that need it, but also to give ourselves time. I know that I need um, my quiet time at home to just restore my peace and my energy for the next day. And the second thing is that gifts need to be received as well as given. All those things that God has given to us are only going to benefit us if we take them and receive them and are grateful for them and make use of them. So what I thought would be good to do just to finish is to spend a little bit of time just focusing on all those things that God has given to us and kind of accepting them again, taking them again for ourselves. Um, so I'm going to read through that list again. Don't worry, not in the same way. I'm going to read through it slightly differently in a much shortened version. Um, and I just want you to just let God speak to you through it. What is it that you need to accept from him today um, so that you can give it out to other people? Ali, do you mind coming and strumming a little bit while I do that? Thanks. So let's just be quiet for a minute. 
and let God speak to us through all those things that he's given us. Father God, I thank you for all the things that you've given to each one of us, Lord. God gave his one and only son, Jesus, to die for you. You are righteous before God. He sees you as clean and pure. You can have a relationship with God through Jesus and you have access to God the Father whenever you want. God has saved you by grace. God has given you peace, hope, and a future. God loves you. You have the Holy Spirit and Jesus living in you. You're God's child. He has chosen you and adopted you. God has forgiven you. God is restoring you. You can pray to God whenever you want to, and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are praying for you too. You can have fullness of life. You are free. God has given you joy. He's given you wisdom. He's guiding you. He can heal you. God has given you good works to do, but he also gives you trials to build up your character. God is growing in you the fruit of the Spirit, and he protects you with the armor of God. God has given you spiritual gifts and the power and the authority to use them. God has given you eternal life and your inheritance in heaven is with him.